anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Peddling Fiction Podcast. I am your host, holding my own microphone today. The struggle is real. Johnny Profita, and back with me in completely different time zones. It is a little after nine in the morning for him. It's a little after four in the afternoon for me. Is Justin, the one and only hillbilly boy, Campbell. What's up, man? Oh, nothing too much. It's it's interesting to be doing this on such different times, uh, especially with my with my schedule. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, for those of you not watching the video, Justin looks exhausted. I probably look exhausted, too. <laughs> like if I didn't tell you it was four o'clock in the afternoon, you wouldn't believe me based on how I look right now. But uh, well, my- the, way you, the way you do your uh personal schedule I, I just assume you're like just waking up from a power nap and getting ready to like go on a bender. Oh, dude, you have no idea like so i've been doing a lot of traveling like so i was jet lagged for a while and it's just like yeah i've been on trains i've been moving around a lot and it's like yeah we're gonna take it easy tonight and then we end up drinking like four bottles of wine going to bed at like 5 a.m waking up at 10 so like i still haven't changed my schedule at all I, it's basically like i'm still in the u.s but the time is completely different here. So it's nine o'clock in the morning for me too, but it's actually 4.15 or whatever here. I am in Florence. I, I made it here yesterday. Um, The airline lost half of my bag. And I know that sounds kind of weird when you say half of a bag that they lost. How could they possibly do that? You're wondering. Well, here's the way they do it. So it's like it's one of those like hiking backpacks that you wear on your back. And then it has a smaller backpack that you zip on to the front of it. So it zips all the way around and it locks in place. So it's basically two bags. It's like a little tiny backpack and then a bigger backpack. And I checked that one and I brought this third backpack. It's a cooler backpack, which I need. Um, for all of these trains and shit that I'm taking, you can put like six bottles of wine in this thing and ice and everything. So I used the the cooler as my carry-on bag and I checked this dual backpack thing. Um, when they tagged it, they didn't tag each bag separately because it looks like one bag. And 99.9% of the time it is one bag unless you unzip the entire backpack from the front of it, which... In London, uh, Texas and London. So, yeah, I arrived in Geneva, Switzerland, and my bag comes around and the front half of it is gone. And I'm just like, oh, great. Uh, How the fuck are they even going to find this? Because the tags are still on the big bag. That's the one that they tagged when I checked it. 
Um, so yeah, I feel like it wasn't like the worst. the The worst was when they they lost my bags on the first time I fly British Airways. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, three for three. I flew British Airways to Santorini like five or six years ago. They lost my bag on the way there, and I had nothing with me. I had like two pairs of shoes in my carry-on bag or something. So let that be a lesson to you. You always pack like a change of clothes and stuff in your carry-on just in case uh, you fly British Airways. So I had to buy a bunch of clothes in Santorini. And then on the way back from that trip, the flight home, they lost my bag again. So I have flown British Airways three times. They have lost at least one of my bags three times. And when they brought my suitcase back to me the first time in Santorini, they broke the fucking wheel off of it. So I had to trash that one and buy a new suitcase. So that was fun. Um, this bag just had, it had most of my shorts and like t-shirts and stuff. And then my microphone stand. So, uh, awesome. And I checked the only reason it had my, the microphone stand is because they give me a hard time with the base of it because it's like metal and it's heavy. And so if you try to carry it on, they're like, what are you going to take over the fucking plane with this thing? I'm like, yeah, that's my plan. That's my plan. I'm going to take this little metal disc and fucking clock everybody over the head with it, break into the cockpit and fly the fucking uh, plane into some tower or something. The whole thing is just so goddamn stupid. I, I TSA is almost as dumb as all the COVID shit that we went, that we went through. In, in terms of like flying and security, it's on the same level. In my humble opinion. check your check your mic uh you got quiet all of a sudden better yeah that's about right all right i don't know it was weird Try to get me closer, uh, but i don't yeah i don't have the pop filter on it so i'm worried that my peas are going to pop <laughs> i don't i'm not noticing a, a pop of your pee okay all right good uh but yeah so uh french people they suck the the rumors are true fuck the french um, I was there for a couple of days just on the border of uh, France and Switzerland. And then, yeah, then we went to Lake Como. Lake Como is fucking gorgeous, man. It's beautiful. A bitch to get to. It took nine hours and four different trains from fucking Switzerland. But uh, yeah, that was cool. And now I'm in Florence for the next few days. And uh, yeah, everything's going well, except for uh, except for the bag situation. Oh, yeah, by the way. So I finally got a hold of them. They found the bag like the next day and I gave them the address in where I was staying in France. I was like, I'll be here for three nights or something. They found it the next day. They sent the bag instead of sending it to me there or calling me and be like, hey, where would you like the bag sent? Because I gave them that address and then I gave them just my parents address as like a permanent thing. Um, I couldn't figure out how to make calls on my fucking phone. So I was having trouble getting the bag the next day to Milwaukee. They just sent it. They just put it on a flight to Milwaukee without talking to me. And uh, yeah. And so then I, I ended up having to put my friend's address as like a, because when I bought the tickets, they're like, what's your emergency contact? And they wouldn't let me go to the next page without filling out the emergency contact. So I put my friend, like my best friend's phone number, because it's the only one I had memorized and I was doing it on my phone and I didn't want to have to look up a fucking phone number. So I get a message from my buddy the other day. He's like, hey, I got a call from American Airlines. They have your bag. Um, you, here's the number to call them. I call this lady. Dude, these people are so fucking stupid. It's unbelievable how dumb they are. 
And I think part of the confusion was it was two different airlines. Like it was British Airways, but the first flight was like operating under British Airways, but it was American Airlines. So American Airlines had the bag. And the lady's like, I can't send it. I was like, send it to me in Florence because I'm going to be here. For, I'm going to be on this trip for another three weeks. I need this stuff. And she's like, I don't think we fly there. I can't find any flights. And then I pulled it up on my phone. I was like, I found a flight right now, American Airlines. Uh, but she's like, well, you didn't you didn't fill out a report. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, a report when you lost the bag. And that's why I can't buy this ticket for you to send the bag over. And I was like, lady how do you know that it's my bag right now? If I didn't fill out a report, how do you have this address to send it to in Milwaukee? If I didn't fill out the report, I'm looking at the report right now. I'm holding it in my hand. Here's the reference number. And it was just like, it, it turned into this whole thing. So I was like, just fuck it. Send it to my parents. I'm meeting them in like a month. So I'll get the bag back in the middle of August. <laughs> yes. Um, no microphone stand until then. I think I have like a backup one somewhere in Mexico. But anyway, yeah, not it, it never fails. There's always something that goes wrong when I travel and people don't believe me. But yeah, this is, this is why I drive everywhere and I don't go anywhere that would require me to do anything other than drive there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the other the other thing that I just I was having like flashbacks because it's been a while since I've been in Europe is sometimes the train situation is the dumbest fucking thing you've ever, you you'll buy a ticket for a train and they they print out this ticket and they print out a receipt there's all kinds of shit on the ticket all these numbers and everything they they're completely meaningless it doesn't tell you what train to get on what platform where it's going nothing it's basically just a receipt with a bunch of fucking num like meaningless numbers on it. And so we're just like kind of guessing which train to get on. It's just like, ah, fuck this stuff, man. If Europe, had, if Europe hadn't turned to progressivism, I would almost guarantee you the trains would run on time. Yeah. Well, sometimes they do. Well, you know, the, the train from Milan to Florence, it was super easy because I bought the thing online. It said you're on train number nine, nine, three, five. And then I go to the board, train 9935 uh, to fucking Florence. Here's the here's where it, and it, it's super easy when you just put the numbers of the train and the platform you're supposed to be on. But some places don't do that. And then you're asking uh, you keep asking the question and they don't speak English. I don't speak good Italian. So it's just like a fucking very stressful. But, it, you know, that could have something to do with uh, the fact that the that the new Italian prime minister. I think she was a big Mussolini fan. So, okay. <laughs> Mussolini didn't want the trains to run on time. No, no, that's why your trains are like the best thing about him. Yeah. It's like all the trains ran on time. Oh God. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. So, um, I'm going to get some, some work done today. I'm going to put some stuff in the, some trading stuff out in the sub stack. Uh, today or tomorrow I, I don't know like we're on different days almost half the time so uh, just keep an eye out for that but thank you all for bearing with us and listening to me rant about travel problems again for another 15 minutes or so we do have other things to talk about today <laughs> catch me up on what's been going on across the pond oh well hunter biden took a plea deal uh effectively dodging everything i mean like 
he's not he's gonna get a slap on the wrist for some tax evasion stuff. The gun charge is gonna be completely dropped. Um his he's not being they're not even like considering charging him for any of the drug stuff. In fact, they're using the drug stuff as the reason why they're they're uh dropping the gun charge. And as long as he'll stay clean for I can't remember what it was, like 18 months or something. As long as he stays clean, then he doesn't have to uh he, then the the gun charge just goes away completely. Uh that yeah, like, Can you, I'm getting a weird message about my microphone. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. All right. Um, well, staying clean for Hunter Biden for any amount of time sounds like an impossible feat. <laughs> I will say that. But yeah, it's unbelievable. I did hear about this deal when it first uh, came down. And all I can say is it must be nice. It must be nice to be the fucking president's son. But, you know, if uh, if the situation was reversed and this was Donald Trump Jr., he, would we be facing like six consecutive life sentences or something <laughs> like it's crazy just how openly corrupt they are. I don't understand. Like we as libertarians have realized what the government is and what they are not. And it's easy for us to kind of see them for what their, their true colors. How does anybody, anybody look at this and just know what's going on and look at the treatment that they're getting, both him and his old man, and and not just realize that, oh, shit, like, these are, like, the worst corrupt motherfuckers on the face of the earth. And, and you, know, by, you know, all these, like, black people are voting for Biden. Do you know what would happen to a fucking black dude if he was caught with an illegal fucking firearm? Or crack? <laughs> like, like, Jesus Christ. Like, they would... Like Joe Biden would be uh, vice president in charge of throwing him in a cage for the rest of his fucking life and ruining his family and ruining everything. But you aren't black unless you vote for Joe Biden. All right. Yeah. Well, and of course, this was filed in a, a Delaware. Um, what was it? It was in a Delaware federal court. So uh, naturally. Not that not that Joe Biden or or any of his family would get any special treatment in Delaware. Yeah, well, you know, and I wonder if it's just special treatment or if maybe they funnel some of that fucking cash from Ukraine or something to pay off these judges and the prosecutors, like all this shit. Like, who knows how much money is changing hands to get him this sort of sweetheart deal? I bet you they don't just do this because. They're either getting a favor on the back end or there's some money changing hands. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, it would be nice to have the president owe you a favor. Even even though Biden would never fucking remember it. <laughs> it's like I don't know if he even would need to tap into the Ukrainian funds or any of that. Anyway, I mean, shit, this is they're saying it's a million dollars of unpaid taxes that that Hunter owes it not not a million dollars worth of income that he didn't pay taxes on a million dollars worth of taxes that was like when during the whole uh 2020 election cycle when they were talking about trump's tax returns 
And and they're like, oh, well, here's Joe Biden's tax return. See, Joe paid in five point six million in taxes. Like this yeah. motherfucker's been a public servant. He's done nothing but work in government for his entire fucking career. What is yeah. he paying? What is he doing that he's paying in five point six million? Like that's fucking insane. Yeah, it's one of the greatest euphemisms in all of government. And that's the the one thing government does very well is come up with bullshit words to describe with a public servant that makes uh, 10,000 times what the people that pay taxes to fund these public servants pay or earn. It's absolutely ridiculous. And yeah, a million. So does he have to pay the million dollars? Is he on a payment plan now or is he just? They're wiping it clean as long as he follows whatever the the rest of the deal was. It doesn't it doesn't really say there aren't a whole lot of uh, specifics given on exactly what. Uh, so he he says that he's cooperating completely and is one hundred percent certain that at the end of the investigation he'll be cleared of any wrongdoing. But like it doesn't it doesn't say what what the plea deal actually is just effectively uh he's cooperating with the investigations into all of the bullshit surrounding him and everything's just going to kind of get wiped clean yeah like i don't understand why people think oh i'm cooperating with the investigation is such a compelling like a great thing to do it's like oh he's cooperating all right and if he wasn't cooperating would that really make that big of a difference? I mean, like, do they honestly need his cooperation given like all of the shit that they've got on him anyway? Right. And it's just like, dude, to me, if you hire a fucking, I'm sure he has a bunch of attorneys, right? Uh, how is that cooperating? Attorneys just make things more difficult. Like if I was cooperating, it would just be like, yeah, I don't need an attorney. Listen, like I'll just talk to me and I'll tell you everything you need to know and I'll do whatever you want me to do. To me, that's cooperation. You know, he's got a fucking team of high powered attorneys that the taxpayers are paying for that are gumming up all the works and getting him a great deal. He's not that's not cooperation. That's gaming the fucking system. Right. It's yeah. This is all just gobbledygook to to make it seem like Hunter's really gonna get he's really going to get punished for this. And, and this is, it's really going to be a bad deal for him. And, and you should feel bad for him because it's, it's not actually a sweetheart deal. In fact, you, I don't think you can say that it's a sweetheart deal. According to mainstream media, that there's been a, a bunch of the bobbleheads had, uh, had things to say about that. You want me to play that, that clip? We keep hearing things from Republicans like sweetheart deal. Give us a reality check. This is not some sweetheart deal. Well, I don't think it was a sweetheart deal. There's no indication that he's getting a special or a sweetheart deal. So is this a sweetheart deal? No, it's not. So it does not appear that this is a sweetheart deal. The idea of throwing around these terms about slap on the wrist and, and, and uh, probation by uh, a traffic ticket, it's just not accurate. They focus on this and say, oh, my God, two-tier standard of justice. He got a sweetheart deal. And you're like, guys. I mean, you're just, you just sound like morons. Make sure that the American people understand that he's not being treated better or worse. I've seen no reason to think he had any reason to tilt the field in favor of Hunter Biden. That there was no favoritism here in Florida. Bending over backwards to not show any favor, even any appearance of favor to the president's son. You know what we've seen? A lot of pictures that show you what addiction does to somebody. 
and a lot of noise to distract from Trump. Everything that has come out of what we've seen with the Republican attacks on the Biden crime family, it's all projection. And the attic thing, it, it matters to me. It matters to me in the Hunter Biden analysis. OK, it does. Uh, th this guy is not acting just as some wily, crafty guy who's trying to get away with things. America can identify with kids who are addicted, who make bad mistakes. Hunter Biden made some very poor decisions uh, in, in, in recent years, but he has not been charged criminally. There's been nothing has been found to be illegal with those poor decisions. They can't name one crime that was committed. He committed no crime with the gun. If this wasn't Hunter Biden, it is likely he wouldn't have been prosecuted at all. Feds wouldn't have brought this charge against somebody whose last name was not Biden. If his last name was not Biden, I don't even think he would have been charged. His name was Hunter Smith. He probably would not have been charged if his last name wasn't Biden. If he wasn't famous, I don't know that he would have been prosecuted at all. If Hunter Biden's last name was Bidino, I don't know that he gets charges at all. Uh, I think it's actually a Gotta make an Italian last name. Typical person would Fuck you, Fredo. Based on what we have seen here, it seems like a. Say so what? <laughs> Fredo had to make it into an Italian last name. <laughs> oh, of course, it's, it's just the same thing over. Like Tom Elliott, times? by the way, that's the Tom Elliott uh, Twitter account. That guy puts together some great supercuts of these fucking. I don't know if I hate politicians more or the or the corporate press. It's unbelievable. Sweetheart. They, and they all say the same fucking words. Sweetheart deal. If he wasn't named Hunter Biden, he wouldn't be charged with an illegal gun possession. That's never no one's ever charged for that. A million dollars worth of tax evasion. Yeah, they're just like, oh, that's no big deal. And these these are people, by the way, that are like. So fucking every time there's like uh gun loophole deals or something, oh, they're buying the guns in Indiana, they're fucking freaking out. Um, and then yeah, he's not paying his fair share in taxes, is he? Right. It's incredible, dude. It's incredible. I I couldn't imagine going on like national TV and being that person. Where you just spent the last uh, eight years talking, no, more than that, the last fucking 15 years talking about paying your fair share in taxes and gun loopholes and illegal firearms deals and all this shit. And then just carrying water for this fucked up crackhead uh, hooker banging junkie. Not getting a sweetheart deal. Nobody would ever be charged for this. It's just because of his last name. Get the fuck out of here, man. How do these people live with themselves? I guess when you make that much money to go on uh, cable news and suck the president and his son's cock that hard, you, you yeah. probably, you yeah, probably find plenty of moral ambiguity. I, and by the way, they're not even we're not even getting into the fact that he's got this um, illegitimate fucking child that they're trying to like completely disown. And they said, more than one of them said, uh, he didn't even do anything illegal. Like He literally did everything illegal. <laughs> it was like everything. And He's got a crack. The next scene was him with a crack pipe in his mouth, passed out. Oh, nothing, nothing to see here. What the right. fuck are you talking about? 
He didn't do anything illegal. He hasn't been charged with anything. Like the whole reason that he got a plea deal is because they're charging him with all of these things. Like the, you don't get a plea deal if they're not charging you with anything. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what are you playing to? <laughs> right. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And people watch at least. I mean, not a lot of people watch these channels anymore, but hundreds of thousands do. There's at least a couple hundred thousand if you add them all up together that watch these shows and agree they start not yet it's just because he's biden he didn't do anything wrong god damn it man people are the worst yeah nobody else would ever get charged with any of this kind of stuff it's it's no, only be, it's our only because are not full of people that have got caught with crack smoking crack and illegal firearms and tax evasion nobody's ever been thrown in prison for tax evasion this whole thing is just to distract from Trump. We gotta, we gotta That's focus on Trump. Is. Right. Yeah. I, I, I did like that whole, the, the whole spinning of that, where it's just like they, they basically had it completely backwards. Where it was like, when did the story drop? It dropped like right when the Trump indictment came down or something. It, it, it happened at the same time as another story, and they acted like, um instead of trying to cover up the Hunter Biden thing, they were trying to cover up the Trump thing. And it's just like, what are you talking about? It's literally the complete opposite of that. They buried it. They they released it on the same fucking day as a big Trump story in order to bury the fact of the Hunter Biden story. And I forget which story it was like, there's so many Trump's been indicted so many fucking times. I can't, I can't keep it all straight. Well, I'd say I think uh, I think they're saying that this was to to spin away from Trump's indictment for having the classified documents and stuff, and and now there's a audio tape where Trump admits to having classified documents, except that if you take, so I was looking at this last night at work, if you if you actually listen to the full tape, like they took they took excerpts uh cnn imagine that uh are the ones that got uh, they got a hold of the tape and so they took like excerpts out of the tape where he's saying things that seem to incriminate him as to admitting that he had classified documents but then when you take the entirety of the conversation and, and the tape it's not that at all and not only that but it's the content of it like the things that he's talking about in it are uh like what had been previously classified documents that entailed the uh, like plans to attack Iran, Iran and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. And like this is and, and the tape is him saying this is bad. This is what these psychos were trying to do. And I was trying to stop them from doing it. And I've got the documents to show that they were trying to do this stuff. And yeah, exactly. It's like, like that's. Hold up. Right. That's the real again. That's the real story. So basically it was like he's on tape being like, yes, I have these classified documents because what they were trying to say was I was pushing for war with Iran. And here's the classified document that shows they were pushing for war with Iran and I was trying to stop it. So that's why I held on to this fucking document. That's why. And then he and then he also states that he declassified it before leaving office and took it with him and like legally. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fucking wild, man. It's wild. And that's like the one question we should be asking ourselves is why did he keep all of these classified or unclassified? Why did he want them? 
and what's on these documents. And we're never probably going to know a lot of them because it's classified, <laughs> which is just such bullshit. But it's like he has a reason. And in, in this case, it was to prove that the fucking deep state is pushing for a war. He's trying to stop it. And yeah, that's why he kept the documents to prove um, his innocence there or to prove exactly like what these people are up to. But no, that's not the story. The story is that he's he kept classified documents. It doesn't right, matter what's on nuts how they they completely spin away from like the actual story that's here to focus on him and him admitting that he has classified yeah. documents, even though like it, the much not bigger story. I guess they're both stories, but one's much bigger and one's like far more important than the other one. One is legitimately a slap on the wrist. Like, OK. If everything they say is true, maybe he didn't properly unclassify them or something. It's like a clerical issue. And then one is an illegal war. <laughs> like, OK, yeah, the actual slap on the wrist is going to get him uh, three consecutive life uh, sentences in prison. And then we're just going to keep uh, pushing for these illegal wars and slaughtering millions of people overseas. And yeah, OK. Your government, ladies and gentlemen. It's just it's just insane. Like the the spin job that they do on all of this stuff. I, I don't Shameless. I don't know how I don't know how anybody can take any of these like CNN, NBC, AB like how can you take any of them seriously? Like are are people it's just wild. like willfully that dumb? <laughs> right. Well, the thing like the thing that bothers me so much is like when they see Fox News doing it, they can identify it. They'd be like, OK, these guys are fucking carrying water for Republicans. And it's blatantly obvious. But then when the other, you know, uh, nine out of 10 corporate press channels do the exact same thing, but to a degree that's. I don't know, at least 10 times more blatant and obvious and corrupt, they're just like, nope. Don't see it. Don't care. They'll parrot the talking points. It's the it's unbelievable how difficult it is to crack through um, that that shell of propaganda that people have. like to red pill people is very, very difficult. God damn. Yeah, I just don't get it. I, it's like, like you can show and you can show them. You can show people like this is a clear blatant lie like community notes on twitter is awesome for us yeah but the people who need to be reading community notes they're like oh no that's just bullshit that's propaganda that's not true elon musk is a right-wing trump supporter that's why they that that's not that's not real yeah oh my gosh there's it actually sources <laughs> linked like there's literally sources what do you mean it's not real fucking retards right. Yeah, well, it's just it's so funny how quickly like Trump became a racist, even though there's like 50 pictures of him with Al Sharpton and like all these other fucking prominent black like black people fucking loved him right up until he ran for president. And then as soon as he came down that escalator, he's a racist and that's it. And yeah, uh, Elon Musk buys Twitter. All of a sudden, he's a right wing uh, white supremacist, apologist, all this shit. <laughs> It's just like, wait a minute. You were just talking about his Teslas a second ago for green energy horse shit. Right. They, they love that Tesla right up to the point that Elon bought Twitter and decided <laughs> to I, like, what did he even do about buying Twitter? Like, it's not 
it's not like anything substantially changed on Twitter. Uh, I mean, there are still like conservative accounts that are just getting banned left and right. Like, like it's nobody's business. I mean, it's not like anything changed drastically. Uh, yeah. I, I'd say the only thing that changed is like when it's a big enough story or something like that, like with the, um, the documentary, what is a woman? Like when they tried to fucking stifle that, he's like, no, you're fired. And I'm promoting this like that kind of like, so it, but it has to be a huge fucking story. If it's like a, you know, just like some random, uh, radical account or something like that. You don't even hear about it. You just, they just don't know. Like, uh, defiant L's has been like in and out of Twitter. You know, it's like, I feel like they should be tweeting a lot more. And it's just like, I, you forget about them because they, they disappear for six months and then they come back for two and then they're back again for three and then they're gone for five. And it's just like, you know, that they're getting banned. Well, that's like, there was the, uh, you know, there was all the Twitter file stuff that came out fairly early on. But the like the only reason that they were pissed off about that stuff is because all of that proved that former Twitter leadership was in cahoots with the Democrats and with the government to do all kinds of shady shit throughout all of this stuff. Like that that's the only reason anybody was mad about it. And that's the only reason why they labeled Elon as some like alt-right white supremacist it wasn't because anything he did it was because what he did shined light and exposed the truth of who the ones who actually were doing shady bullshit were right and well and and when you say shine a light you mean uh proved every conspiracy theorist right once again that's what happened it's like we've been fucking saying this is this is happening ever since like maybe even at like alex jones is like probably like when it really fucking started and we're like okay this is like this is it. This is they're coming for us now. And every conspiracy theory uh, got proven right the second Elon Musk took over. And they don't like that. They don't like it when the kooks um, who have been talking about um, all of these things that are anti-science and anti-truth get proven right. Right. It's, it, it destroys their narrative. And that's all that's literally all they have is the narrative to cling to. If it wasn't for that. They they don't have anything to back it up. So and it's it's a narrative that like not only are they married to it, they've adjusted like their entire identity and their lifestyle around it. Like especially with the COVID stuff, it's like, dude, these people are fucking nuts, and they're they're still wearing their masks and they're still you know freaking out, washing their fucking hands, washing down their groceries and shit. Um, it's oh, unbelievable. Did you see- Speaking of of those lunatic at lunatics and the mass, did you see the uh, there was like a a tweet from I see I don't, I only saw it because somebody took a screenshot of it because I'm blocked. But the uh, Taylor Lorenz had tweeted something about being asked to to take her mask down while checking in at the airport so that they could verify her ID, <laughs> like so that they could look at her ID and look at her face and make sure that she was the same person uh, that it was the same person. Like she was all kinds of mad because, because even now in 2023, they're wanting us to take our mask off. Like, yeah, bitch, you should have been taking that thing off three fucking years ago. What's wrong? Well, with couldn't you? she just hold her breath while she did it? That would right? fix everything. <laughs> oh, she's no, no. She said, she said she tried to hold her breath, but it's impossible not to take little gasps. Like, God, that, poor, she that really, poor woman. Yeah, she should really try holding her breath indefinitely. I think that would help. <laughs> yeah, if she needs help. 
<laughs> I'm sure there's someone that would help her. <laughs> Considering the way she's like doxed people and gone after people, there there are probably a few people that would be more than willing to help her. With, yeah, yeah. You need a plastic bag or whatever. Like they they got you covered. <laughs> oh God. Um, speaking of people getting fucking fired. Oh I think yeah, we should pull that. I think we should go to the Bud Light thing. Um, I was going to say, speaking of highly annoying women, but that too. Well, is it a woman? Oh, this one. Yeah, this this yeah. one is a woman. She's a she/her, and an actual she/her. Uh, mm. <laughs> a uh, yeah. So finally, how it was it been three months or something? How when did this happen? It's been yeah, it's April? been a couple months. They. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was April, uh, early to mid-April, since uh, was when they put her on a leave of absence. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, this is how much fucking protection the two S L B G T Q I A plus umbrella gets you. You can destroy a company, cost them billions of dollars, and they still have to like jump through all these hoops to fire you. Like, how are you not just fired the next day? The next day, this fucking like when this thing hit, when shit hit the fan, your stock drops 20%. You work for me, you're fucking fired. And my justification is the stock chart. I point to that and I say, look what you did. You're an idiot. This is the dumbest fucking campaign I've ever seen. You have no idea what you're doing. You don't understand our customer base. You don't understand our product. You're a fucking idiot. You're fired. That's how the world should work. Now, I've had to fire. I've tried to fire people before. Actually, I have fired people before. But, dude, even when you have cause... It's almost impossible, as uh, especially as a, a white, ma you know, all my white male privilege and everything, trying to fire a woman of color. You have no idea what I had to go through. Uh, performance improvement plans, retrain them. So you spend two more months just proving to HR what I fucking told them in the first place. I don't I don't want to fire people. I don't want to have to go through another round of interviews and, and talking to these people and then retraining that uh, training people again and starting over from square one. Nobody wants to do that when you're running a company. It's like it's like the last thing that you want to do. And when you finally make the decision. Just just take us at our fucking word that these people don't when you can't add five plus three without a calculator, you cannot be managing a billion dollar portfolio. That's not the way the world works. I don't care if you're Hispanic, you're black or white you're whatever you are. You suck at math. This job is math. You need to let me fire you, not fucking dilly dally around for three months to, to prove to you on paper what I just fucking said. But that's the way the world works now. And this chick, I mean, I can't even imagine fucking up this badly at a job. And it takes three months to get fired. Well, and like imagine, I guess I could see maybe like 
the initial backlash, you put her on a leave of absence because sometimes the market does have a short memory. Uh, a lot of times these boycotts and stuff don't, they don't stick. You know, people will, people will boycott, you'll take a market cap hit, you'll see sales drop for a couple weeks, and then everybody's like, okay, now we're going to go back to, you know, doing what we've always done. Once this thing drags out to, what is, what are we up to, like 11 weeks where they've been just down and down and down some more, like nonstop? Like, at that point, like, and not only the continued downward trend that they that they've been hit with but for her to come out like after the whole thing got all of the heat and the backlash and to say the shit that she did like calling calling their calling their primary customer base and their primary demographic a bunch of fratty uh unsophisticated like really yeah. basically it's just saying like we don't we don't want to cater to all you dumb rednecks anymore we're we're going for a more highbrow uh type of right. a type of a, a customer base like to to straight up insult your primary demographic the way <laughs> she did like how the hell did she not get fired immediately yeah that i i agree with you yeah it's like yeah sometime it's like okay maybe it wasn't like the world's dumbest idea to hire hire a fake tranny to promote your beer can or whatever I think it's pretty stupid but yes it it could blow over but then this video surfaces of you just completely out of touch with everything that your job is supposed to be. You don't understand the customers. You don't understand the product. You don't understand the vision for the company. All this stuff is like, dude, you're fucking fired. Not like, I'll put you in a leave of absence. And then, but this, that's the world we live in now where they have to cover their, like she's going to sue them now for like wrongful termination because she's a woman. Garen fucking teed. That's what's coming. She's going to try to sue them for discriminate wrongful termination because blah, 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 blah. She's yeah, this, that, and the other thing. Apparently the reason that they went ahead and fired her and the other guy who was involved in this whole ad campaign is because their wholesalers and, and like their distributors are, have been uh, giving them backlash over. They're like, are they, are they, still employed are they on a paid leave is this an unpaid leave are you gonna try to bring these motherfuckers back like there there are there are some of these wholesalers yeah. that are saying like our year is completely screwed like they're it's because yeah. they've already fucking, bought all the fucking product and now they just have to fucking eat it and right, are you gonna are you gonna make this already, other yeah it can is a, a, another retarded bomb going to drop in my lap because you won't fire these people <laughs> or or are you gonna do the right thing yeah well, and like now, I don't know. Have you seen? Uh, just go look at, go look at Bud Light's Twitter feed. Like oh. they are, they are trying really hard. I, I will give them credit. They are trying really hard. They're bringing back the Bud Knight. They've got this, uh, like, this newest campaign uh, ad campaign that really focuses on uh, their customer base being a bunch of dumb rednecks and. Like, like they're they're really trying they're really trying to sell it that hey we're you know we're the every we're man's back. beer yeah. again we're back and <laughs> the they problem are is, getting yeah. <laughs> absolutely fucking hammered in the comments every single time it's amazing yeah the problem is it's equally insulting to just like go extra hard in the redneck direction you know what I mean? it's just like they have painted like that chick painted them into an impossible corner i don't see how they come back from this except like 
an entire generation has to pass through and forget about. Like your kids' kids can start buying Bud Light or something. <laughs> like this is bad. I don't see a way out of this because it's just as insulting for you to just be like, no, no, we're not trans. We're like super like retard redneck now. Remember that? <laughs> it's like hunting and uh, military America. I, that's the the most recent commercial that they've got or the like ad campaign that they're doing is really leaning into like look at all these dumb rednecks and like uh you know lower middle class pe people drinking bud light and having a good time like this yeah. we're here for it again right yeah yeah. Oh, uh, yeah i mean i i understood what they were trying to do with the ad but coming it, off of what they're coming off of it just felt like an extra slap in the face it's like oh so you're now you're making fun of the people who are kind of yeah and they're not trying to but they don't they don't understand really how like it has to be subtle it, it just has to be things that rednecks value you know what i mean and when you just when you just had like the clydesdales and you showed like cornfields and pickup trucks and stuff like that it was like they could relate to it and it wasn't like you were pandering to them you know what I mean? It was just like things that they like. And it's just like, oh, yeah, that looks like my kind of brand. And I now it's just. I sincerely loved that Clydesdale commercial that they came out with. Not, uh, what, a month or so ago. Like, it was yeah. it was good. I, I don't drink Budweiser. And I was like, that's a good commercial. Like, I, I liked yeah. that. Yeah. The problem was after you do the Mulvaney thing, it comes off as pandering. And it's just like, all right, yeah. Now you have like this cartoonish view of us and fuck you how about that yeah it's gonna it's gonna be hard for them to live this down that's there somebody in like one of the comments sections on one of their videos is like the only way you come through this is just issue a huge apology say these are all the ways we fucked up we're really sorry fire everybody involved scrap the name bud light entirely and wait like six months and come back with something different like re completely rebrand and just start fresh because nobody's light. Gonna, <laughs> nobody's gonna buy it it doesn't matter yeah yeah it, i i don't see a path to victory for them i think she successfully killed the brand so congratulations uh i'm sure she paid uh hundreds of thousands of dollars for that marketing degree at some woke university and uh, yeah, they got everything that she paid for and more. I mean, at, at least, you know, like silver lining, Modelo is doing well. Uh, they're uh, like overall Modelo sales aren't up significantly. I think it's like a 10 to 12 percent increase while like literally every other brand that Anheuser-Busch sells is down 20 to 25 percent or more. But I mean, at least they've at least they've still got Modelo like hanging in there and and keeping them afloat. Yeah, and that's the funny. Yeah, it's all just the same company, which is another problem that you have with these huge conglomerates, where it's just like, yeah, you can't even, um, you can't even just stop buying all of their products because you think you're going to something different, and it's like, up, oh, yep, yeah, it, it still goes to the same corporation, <laughs> but, but. The, the the Bud Light was a big a big branch and uh, it's gone, man. I don't I don't see how these people how these people can uh, come back from it.
I just, yeah, I don't really either. Like, like I said, you know, a lot of times with these boycotts, give it a couple weeks and it'll die off. This one is not. I mean, it's, I I guess like the last time I can really think of one that had a like sustained boycott was uh, Dick Sporting Goods whenever they like came out as anti-gun for a while. And, and Dick Sporting Goods went on about a, four month run where they just their sales just went off a cliff and didn't recover. And then they they kind of softened their stance on gun sales and stuff like that. And then it came back. But like that, that's the only other like usually, you know, you can count on the boycott to kind of run its course over after two or three weeks. Yeah. This it doesn't seem to matter. No, it and it it has something to do with what they did, but also I think just the timing of it where we've just had an ass full of the LGBT shit and it's just, it's too much. No pun intended. Yeah. Uh, no, the pun was intended. <laughs> oh God. What else we got in the stack? We got a few more minutes. Um, oh, what's <laughs> here. Let's do this one. This is a good, just some dumb shit to close it out on. Uh, the state of New York. Oh, God. Yeah. Fuck up something else. New York rules crack down on coal and wood fired pizzerias must cut their carbon emissions up to 25 or up to 75 percent like that. So New York just recently banned gas stoves and ovens in like like if you already have one, it gets grandfathered in. But you can't build anything new with a gas stove or an oven. They because yeah, I'm so, changed, but now we're also going to say that you can't have coal or wood fired ovens for your pizzerias either. So like, what are we? What are what are we? What are we supposed to be cooking this yeah, stuff on? Exactly, and New York is famous for their fucking wood and coal fired pizzas. There's like five or six places that, uh, like New York, um. Long Island, Connecticut, around there, like uh, New New Haven fucking pizza is all cooked that way. This is, I don't know how you could come up with a policy that's so fucking pointless that would piss off more people than like the best pizza in the country. We can no longer make it this way unless you buy like a fucking $50,000 filter to put through because what's Destroying the planet, according to science, is uh, you cooked a pizza with wood-burning ovens. Get the fuck out of here. We First of all, we've been making pizza like this for fucking thousands of years. And I'm in Italy right now. Uh, it's kind of like the whole China thing. Like, if China's not going to cut their emissions, Italy's still making all the pizzas with wood fire and coal fire. But probably mostly wood, I think, here. Um if you're not going to get Italy on board with this, what's the point? What's the fucking point? And by the way, Italy's not going to get on board with that. They're not just going to be like, all right, yeah, you can destroy our fucking pizzas in the name of bullshit climate science. And, and Like, the thing is, they're saying that this is this is an amazing, an amazing quote. All New Yorkers deserve to breathe healthy air and wood and coal fire stoves are among the biggest contributors to harmful pollutants in neighborhoods with poor air quality. Yes, I'm sure wood and coal fired stoves in pizzerias are the 
primary yeah. contributors of poor air quality in New York fucking city. Yeah, that's what it was. It was not all the forest fires in fucking Canada. Um, when there's some conspiracy theories about that. But yeah, when I go to a pizzeria, when I go to a a coal fire pizza, I can't even fucking stand to be there. I just had to get the pizza to go and I have to run away because the air quality is so bad. It's unbelievable, man. Who comes up with this shit? Like, I want the person like they just say, like some DEF spokesperson or something. I want to see a picture of their face. I want to know who these people are and why they are still employed. Somebody comes to you, let's say you work for the EPA or something, and they say, you know what, um, I got this I got this great idea, we're going to save the planet, we're going to get rid of wood-fired ovens, you're fine. Well, and apparently, apparently they don't have to get rid of them, they can... They can put, put filter on. some yeah. sort of a yeah, some sort of a filter or an air scrubber on, and and that's only like super sp- uh, like space intensive, and also costs like twenty thousand yeah, dollars. It's like twenty twenty five grand, maybe. Yeah. So some fucking lobbyist for this filter company uh, paid off some fucking pussy politicians to come up with this thing, and this is the way it works. And so now your pizza, you can still get your pizza, but it's going to cost twice the price. Because they got to pay for the fucking filter. I would be willing to put money on. It's probably something along the same lines as the uh, the air scrubbers for coal plants that they like. There was a big push for that. I don't know. It's probably been five to ten years ago. And so like there were companies that were being sent out to to install these air scrubbers. And effectively, the way they worked was they fucking didn't. And (laughs) on the rare occasion that they did produce any level of like an emissions reduction or any type of like cleaning of the of the uh of the of the smoke that was coming out they were set to fail like they're not long-term solutions like these scrubber things they get dirty quick because that's that's all they're doing is you've just got smoke blowing through them and then once they're dirty they're virtually impossible to replace or to clean like they're now they're just like it's they're almost like a one time use diaper. Like, yeah, now you have to dispose of all that. And where does that stuff go? Right. It, like, it's just it's a whole yeah. it's a fucking racket. Yeah. It, it reminds me of all like the um, I don't even know, like the hippie dippy shit where they come up with these like crystal. You know, all these crystals are going to fix your aura or like whatever. It's on the level of that. There's no science to back up any of these retarded theories that they come up with. I mean, just just don't do it. Pizza places in New York. Just say, fuck you. I'm staying open. I'm making my pizzas. The customers will still come. And whoever these fucking EPA retards are, they don't get to eat pizza. They can go to Domino's. Domino's has the electric conveyor belt. You can get the thing that cooks nice and slow. And then you get that soggy fucking shitty crust with terrible fucking ingredients. Eat that. Have fun with that. Well, and how long is this going to last? Like the thing with the with the clean coal stuff was you had to have those scrubbers put in and then the EPA would come around and check to see uh, that they had been put in and and to, to test and see if there was any like nominal result from it. And then that was it. Like once you've been approved on it, then it's done. Like there is no there's no follow up. There's no like continuing improvement or or anything on that. Like it was a. It was just a one-off thing. Like it was just, it was just a money grab. Somebody had, somebody was invested in that bullshit, and 
Right? Yeah, they probably made millions of dollars um, off of that thing. And the politician got some nice kickbacks. They got you know, elected a few more times. They got a bunch of donations to their campaign. Whatever. It, it's it's infuriating, especially now that they're coming after the pizzas. This is where we draw the line, ladies and gentlemen. You should be rioting about this. There is one cause. It's fucking New York wood coal fired fucking pizzas. Don't let them take that. Like, do you have, is there any more of a simple pleasure than just like a perfectly cooked pizza when it comes to food, at least? I don't know. Um, <laughs> outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. And they're, it's just like, this isn't even like low hanging fruit. I don't understand what their game plan is here other than to piss people off. As if, yeah, the, the fate of the world depends on whether or not you're going to cook pizzas a certain way. Only been doing it for thousands of years. When was the margarita pizza invented? Long time ago. It wasn't thousands of years ago, I guess. But we've been cooking be stuff insane. with fire for thousands of years. I know that. <laughs> it's going to be insane if all of these people that like get all up in arms about the stuff that DeSantis is doing and talk about how Florida is such a tourist-driven like uh, state and everything. Now they're doing all of this woke bullshit in New York. I mean, New York is kind of tourist driven too. If you yeah, keep time. doing all of this stuff and drive away the business of these pizza places where that they can't do, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that New York is doing is, is making it unappealing to people who would be, you know, touristy types. Yeah, like you were actually, you know, by by making the city unsafe, by taking away, you know, the ability to get really good pizza stuff like, you know, some of the big tourist draws like you're actually driving people away. Like the people who are who are going to Florida for tourism don't give a fuck if they're not if you don't allow CRT and trans bullshit to be taught in the schools. They're not coming there with their kids to go to send their kids to school. They're coming to go to the fucking beach. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you know, what's tragic is like they, they come up with these fucking rules and these regulations. And it's like you can never like, especially when it comes to food, like you can't get the way that it used to be made. Like you'll never get that again. McDonald's is kind of a good example. Not that I like McDonald's or anything, but I know that their fucking French fries used to be fried in lard. And then like some fucking vegan vegetarian horseshit like they. They started fucking writing letters and this big campaign. And so now it's like vegetable oil. It's like, which these oils are much worse for you. All these seed oils and these synthetic fucking oils that they come up with um, to fry their French fries in. Not only do they not taste as good or the same, uh, they're much worse for you. And you're just never going to be able to get that again. So it's sad on a number, number of different levels, but it's also just fucking infuriating and pathetic. There's no, there's just no goddamn way that pizzas is what's destroying the planet. Go, somebody go ahead and make the argument for me. I'd love to hear the science behind that one. The, the planets, you know, the sea level is going to rise 10 feet. Uh, we're all going to die in 10 years. And why is that? Coal fired pizza. Now, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I'm the, I'm the, you know, anti science guy. I'm the kook. Get the fuck out of here. God damn it. All right. <laughs> Go enjoy you some good uh, wood-fired wood Italian pizza. pizza. 
Hell yeah. I'm going to order extra, uh, a couple extra ones just because. I might even just throw them away after they're done. But I want I want to burn that coal and I want to burn that wood. Yeah, because that's just to offset any just to offset any good that this New York law yeah. might do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, just imagine how much more. Yeah. Just send all the business back to Italy. We'll we'll triple the amount of pizzas being cooked here and we'll we'll half the amount of pizzas being uh, cooked in New York. And yeah. Once again, an, another retarded government policy will uh, come to fruition. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, yeah, let's uh, let's get out of here on that. You got to get some sleep. I have to eat something. It's uh, getting to be dinner time around here. Actually, I, I I sent I sent my lady friend out for some sandwiches. So, the world's best sandwiches. She's like, yeah, I got to go somewhere for like an hour. I was like, yeah, go stand in line for these sandwiches. <laughs> I'm gonna do a podcast. <laughs> Nice. Because I don't do fucking lines, but these are supposed to be the best sandwiches in the world. We'll see. If she's not going to go to the kitchen and make you one, she can at least go stand in line and get you one. You're goddamn right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. So today is Wednesday, right? Yeah. I think I'll still be here Friday. We can, um, I'll work on the times, but we can do a a happy hour or something. I'll be like fucking hammered because it's going to be three o'clock in the morning. But it should be fun. We'll do uh we'll do a Friday live episode and a Friday night happy hour. In theory, sound yeah, 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 because I leave Saturday. So that's perfect. Um, let's plan on that. I'll put some stuff out in the substack as soon as I can. I just have to do some video editing. And um, yep, that's all I got for right now. You got anything? Uh no, nothing coming up anytime in the nearby. Uh, I've got some plans for stuff, but I haven't got coordination quite worked out yet all right well uh until then ladies and gentlemen you know what to do um go to new york order some coal fire pizza as soon as you can and uh follow us on twitter i'll link to everything in the description become a supporting listener of this show so that we can stop this pizza crushing craziness in its tracks and until next time you guys know what to do just keep on peddling that so-called fiction peace